and get mad. Do that. It's a lot better than pretending that you don't care. That's by far the most annoying because you know and I know that you care. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer much happier shows in the form of my daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. Red Sox 8, Pirates 3. That's the, oh boy, tough to keep track of all these losing streaks. I think that's six in a row, and I think it's two wins in the last 10 games and 45 and 72 overall. See, now I'm in the flow, and all the numbers are coming at me. They they stink, and they're not really doing anything about it. The Kevin Padlow guy was right back out at third base last night. He's now 0 for 7 without having hit a ball out of the infield, but at least he let a lazy liner clang off his mitt late in the game last night to hand Boston a couple of bonus runs. Look, we can revisit these things every day, and we can act as if the individual games matter. They don't. And I don't even mean to us. I mean to them. Players care. I have no doubt about that. It's actually a peculiarly intense room under the circumstances. And I believe that the coaching staff cares. I believe that the manager cares. I just believe that the manager is a whole lot more aware of his fate being tied to everybody above him that he's first and foremost got to do what he's told. I have no earthly idea about the front office, and I think we all have a pretty good idea about the owner. And people here are mad. This is as mad as I've sensed this city about the Pirates in probably three years, meaning around the time that the Neil Huntington crew was all canned by Bob Nutting, and I mean, it took him long enough, and it happened only after it had become at least apparently obvious that he wasn't going to make any further moves. And then all of a sudden, it seemed like anyway, boom, there they went. Fired everyone, quoting one particular columnist from that summer. Along came the new guys, completely clean slate, uh, as clean as you'll ever get it. Uh, absent the owner being gone. And they even had the awkward, obviously unintended benefit of the pandemic to kind of keep them in the background for the first year and a half that they were there. So that by the time that things started normalizing in society a little bit, they, Charrington and Shelton and everybody else, still felt kind of new around here. Do you know what I'm saying? We were still learning their names. You still had people on the street who were like, is Clint Hurdle still the manager? That sort of thing. So they even had that. They had grace period plus. In year three, as I've only said a few billion times since the beginning of calendar 2022, needed to be progress. 
It needed to be progress on all fronts. It has instead been regress. And in some pretty ugly ways, not just the major league record. It's been through the minor league system. The prospects have gone backward. With only a couple of exceptions, and people are mad, and they should be. The question is, and boy, does this one come in this direction a lot. What can be done about it? This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. The ultimate answer to what can be done about it is technically nothing. Bob Nutting is a private businessman who owns a private business. And barring some sort of criminal activity, and there's never been any hint of any such thing, there's nothing that can be done by local officials, uh, Major League Baseball, or anything like that in the formal sense. Back in 2019, when I was writing those Fire Everyone columns, and I continued writing Fire Everyone columns even after the season ended and only Hurdle had been fired. I had started a, a thing on Twitter with a hashtag, our team not his, because I saw this owner as being derelict in duty for not firing all of these people. Now, could I have started a hashtag that said, get rid of this owner or whatever? Yeah, but again, it just doesn't do anything. It's not, it's not going to be productive. Because it's just a complete waste. So I instead attempted to influence strongly, and actually a little bit out of character for me, that an action be taken. In other words, when you're doing journalism, you advocate, but you don't act, if that makes sense. There's been rare occasions that I've experienced that sort of journalism in Pittsburgh. It goes way back. It's more old school than anything else. But I felt it appropriate at the time, and then ultimately Nutting did fire everybody, at which point you were left with a bunch of knuckleheads after the fact who thought that the hashtag was aimed at changing ownership when, in fact, you know, I'd written countless times and very, very clearly that that wasn't the case because the owner can't be changed. So what can be done? What can you do? The answer to that also is about as old school as it gets. Speak up. Speak up. Make your voice heard in whatever form is available to you. And I'm not even going to tell you what that is because that's not my business. It's your thoughts. It's your uh, emotion. It's your feeling. If you think things are going great, if you think this team is totally in the right direction or whatever, speak up about that. Make your voice heard. There are people who do feel that way. 
and I hear from them. So I'm not even saying this facetiously. But speak up. Stop with the nonsense about how you don't care and I'm tuning them out and whatever else here, especially you, because at some point or other, and we're, we're just talking here for real, okay? You pressed play on a podcast called Daily Shot of Pirates after all this trash baseball we've been watching. You did that, okay? So I can see right through you. And since you care, and you do, act on it. Act on it. Find a voice. Connect with other people who feel as you do. Make something happen. People like to come to reporters first and say, you need to get on this, and you need... That's not what reporters do. Reporters report on events. In other words, if you were to do something, if you were to organize something, if you were to have something that was visible in the public, whether that's some something on a sidewalk somewhere on Grant Street or online or whatever, that's what gets reported on. And that's what makes an impact. It's not media ripping on or going after or you go and ask the tough questions that make him uncomfortable. It doesn't do anything. That's in your hands. When we come back, J1Q. from Joe Dornetto who asks, DK, I'm not sure if this has been asked slash answered, so I apologize in advance, but are the Pirates front office personnel, managers, coaches compensated to the level of other teams around Major League Baseball? I realize that getting talented people to come here is a tough sell. I'm just curious. Joe, I am so glad you sent this because I have seen seemingly out of nowhere in particular online, a broader discussion about whether or not the pirates are paying their scouts or paying their whatever, because everybody likes to connect everything to nutting. And that just actually isn't how it works. The pirates actually do pay their people pretty well. The GM is compensated pretty much in GM territory. I mean, aside from the, you know, the guys that are way, way up there that have been around forever and have earned it. The manager is obviously minimum wage for what a manager is, but that's entry level. Again, that's going to be the case whether you're getting an entry level manager in Pittsburgh or in New York or L.A. or whatever. But to the point that most people bring up related to scouting and so forth, the Pirates are right up there. I mean, they spend a lot on not just the scouts themselves, but also the composition and fabric of the scouting community that they have and where they go and the amount of ground that they cover. They're actually pretty loaded at this, to be honest with you. And they also upgraded, and this was recently, uh, but not too recently, pre-pandemic, but definitely under Charrington, they're Funding into Latin America and other international areas, they're not nearly as open about it as the previous regime had been. You might remember I did a ton of reporting going to the Dominican Republic and to the west of Mexico and then to the east of Mexico. And 
I was able to do that because, I mean, they, meaning the pirates, somewhat begrudgingly allowed me that access because I think they had an idea that I was going to go do it regardless. So they might as well cooperate as long as I'm heading down there. So, yeah, this is one of those things where the way a, a lot of Pirates fans think is, okay, I don't like this part of the organization, so how can I take this and connect it to Nutting? Nutting's actually been, and they'll all tell you this, uh, both current and past people in scouting, that Nutting's been really, really good about this. The thing that Nutting doesn't do, well, the two things above all else, one is commit to a large major league payroll, and two, create or foster or even just encourage some sort of culture of urgency toward winning. And that, to me, has always been the biggest strike against him, you know, that you don't get that sense that, you know, if something goes wrong here, we're really in deep doo-doo, you know, because nothing's going to come after us. That doesn't exist over there. And that, contrary to, again, a lot of public misperception about this, isn't because he's Mr. Burns sitting up in some, you know, dark mansion with vultures on each shoulder counting his cash. It's because he just doesn't have that edge to him. As I wrote in the column on DK Pittsburgh Sports yesterday, He's really got no business being in the business of sports. It doesn't really fit the DNA. Now, I know that I'm totally swimming upstream anytime I try to throw facts into this where nutting is concerned. The narratives related to this guy are just so far over the top, but unfortunately, they're also misleading. He then gets criticized for things that he isn't doing. So when he hears such criticism, he can just kind of, you know, whatever, shrug it off and kind of easily because he knows it isn't true. Whereas, and I can tell you this from personal experience, when he's read criticism from me in columns and he knows that I know that this is something that he's actually doing wrong, he's felt it. Believe me on this. He's felt it. And that's the number one reason that I've always encouraged people to at least get things right about nutting before ripping him. Because that's how, you know, change gets effected, at least ideally. That has to happen through you. I'm, I'm going to go right back to the first segment here. That has to happen through you. I can work my rear end off to find out things, to share them with you to report on what's real, sometimes to report on what isn't real, meaning for your clarification. But hey, you know, you're the ones. You're it, it it is your team. It is the Pittsburgh Pirates. You're Pittsburgh. You know, your name is first in that equation. I appreciate the question. I really do. I appreciate everyone who listens to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll have another one of these tomorrow after the Red Sox complete their sweep of the Pirates tonight at PNC Park.